Live from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown, this is a special edition of Positively West Virginia, the COVID-19 Daily Business Briefing. I'm your host, Jim Matuga. For those of you joining us live on Facebook, welcome and thanks for tuning in. And for those listening on the podcast, thanks for joining us as well. We really appreciate you guys. Normally on this podcast, we interview West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with you and thousands of others each week on iTunes, Spotify, and through our vast distribution network with WVNews.com. Since March 19th, so a little over a month now, we've been bringing you these daily special edition broadcasts, and we're focused specifically and intentionally around this basic question, what can West Virginia businesses do right now? to navigate this current pandemic storm that we're all facing. When we first started this podcast in 2017, our goal was to inspire and equip people in West Virginia with examples of real-life entrepreneurs and business owners who've built their companies right here in West Virginia. Quite simply, we want to help West Virginia businesses win. We appreciate the opportunity each week to tell positive, inspirational stories that encourage people to start their companies in in the Mountain State and to keep their businesses here and make West Virginia stronger than ever before. And, of course, you can learn more about our mission at PositivelyWV.com. Every week we're bringing you live special subject matter experts from right here in West Virginia to help business owners and leaders with practical ideas to use to get you through this storm. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by Insurance Centers, The State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. Today I'm honored to have on the show David Alvarez. David Alvarez is a native West Virginian. He's a recognized business owner, a business leader, an established serial entrepreneur who remains very active in development, industry, and community work. He's currently serving as president at Energy Transportation LLC in Bridgeport, West Virginia. And David also serves currently as the chairman of the Board of Governors at West Virginia University. It's an honor to have David Alvarez on our show today. David, thank you for for being our guest. We really appreciate it. Jim, thanks for uh, having me on the show. I appreciate it, and I appreciate all that you're doing in this uh, pandemic time. Absolutely. First off, David, I know we got a bunch of stuff to talk about from your company to WVU, but I'd like like to know, and I'm sure everybody would like to know, how you're doing personally right now, you and your family. How are you guys getting along? You know, we're really blessed. Uh, We've got a great support network around us, uh, whether it be in our companies or family, and we've been able to you know, prepare and, and, and listen to what the governor's saying, listen to what the president's saying and, and Dr. Marsh the, the, from WVU. And, mm. you know, the socially distancing has is, is, uh, been a little challenging, but you know what? Everybody's uh, came together and I'm just really proud of not only my personnel, but the customers I work for and, you know, the association of being part of WVU and to see how everybody is, you know, we've had to change our we've basically changed the way we live and yeah. it's been it's stressful it's tough on people but together i think you know we continue to communicate and and listen to the the leadership out there i think we can get through this uh with just a little you know maybe some minor patches yeah absolutely i was on a call with my team this morning first thing and you know it's it's hard to believe we're five weeks in now of working remotely and it's hard to believe that it's gone so fast but man you're right everything has changed and the way we're looking at this but i do believe that you know it's kind of like that whole thing we're all in this together you hear that it's kind of a cliche but when when you have that situation i think it is uh it, it is a kind of a tie that binds everybody together right and in west virginia we're kind of like that anyway and you know with our 
with our roots and our faith and our traditions and our heritage and our culture. And uh, I think it's pretty neat to watch, you know, how people are adapting to this. You know, it's it's been interesting because West Virginians generally want to come out and help. And mm. this has been one to help us not come out. And so it's been a little <laughs> different approach. But, um, you know, I truly believe in the six foot rule. Um, you know, sometimes we have to get closer once in a while by, by just this year going by. But, you know, uh, we're working in multiple states in my company. So, you know, in, in PA, we have people wearing masks on all the jobs. Yeah. Um, you know, fortunately, most of my projects are in remote areas. So um, when I talk about my construction side and, you know, the thing that we're concerned about is people staying in hotels. But mm-hmm. as we, you know, sit down and talk to the hotel operators and find out the things that they're doing to ensure our personnel safety, it's just been it's amazing how the American people have came together. And I know we see some difficult situations in the larger metropolitan areas like New York or New Orleans, mm. et cetera, on the news. Um, but I, I believe, you know, that something that I'm just so proud of, when you look at the red states around us and we're the pink state, we've just really done a good job of managing this in West Virginia. Yeah. And we need to continue to do that. Mm, absolutely. David, I, I want to ask you about your role uh, with WVU, West Virginia University, uh, as, as the chairman of the Board of Governors. Can you speak, what are some of the, 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 the top of the line, latest information that you guys are uh, able to share? Like, what's what's the state of the university right now? How How's President Gee doing and how how is the university getting along? So, you know, let's talk about President Gee. I, I, I'm so impressed how he... Because he does not understand socially distancing. He is <laughs> out with the kids. That's He's true. out with the, yeah. the faculty. He's out with donors. And he is um, – so he's mastered that through uh, some he, – he's a Zoom artist now. I, I, I get to do Zoom calls with him, and he's done a great job of reaching out to incoming freshmen and reaching out to grad students. And all across the board, he's just – you know, he's just such a great leader and I learn so much from him every day. Yeah. Um, when I look at the, the, the university, I mean, we're one of the flagships of the state and we are so fortunate to have such a great leadership team up there. I don't want to get into mentioning names, but when you look from the, the, the inner circle around Gordon and what they've done to convert the university to an online hmm. experience um, or a virtual experience. Um, I actually have a, 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 a university student who works in my office part time who is taking a test right now. As I walk by, I said, what are you doing to, to start this call? And he said, I'm getting ready to do an exam, a, a, a quiz on my uh, accounting class. And I was like, well, that's cool. <laughs> that so is cool. Yeah. When you think about all those, I mean, we had to do some neat stuff. And when I say neat, um, it's a little stressful as they went on spring break, uh, we had to buy a little bit of bandwidth, you know, and I think you look at the university, some folks have trouble getting um, broadband in certain areas. Uh, our staff um, was quick to go and, secure 300 hot spots from a local cellular vendor hmm. so that anybody that needed service, if they asked, we were there to try and meet their needs. And so it's, it's been, is it challenging? It's been really hard on, on the professors. I mean, they're having to work extra hard 
and we so much appreciate what they're doing and the staff having to take care of you know the, the operations in a different manner yeah but i will tell you that they're just such a great group of folks and they come together and they've really shown great leadership absolutely and you know you mentioned uh President Gordon Gee, uh, just a couple of days ago, he appeared on CNN talking about the state of universities in general, and he had he had some really good points about you know the, the concept of you know if you're in a densely populated city that's a hot a true hotspot in the country like New York City, it's going to be very difficult to open up potentially in the fall. You know, West in Morgantown, West Virginia, it might be a little different. Huntington, West Virginia, it might be a little different. Uh, talked about um, you know, one of the points that he made on that particular show was talking about sports. You know, fall sports, and you know, one conference couldn't start playing fall sports, and if the other, you know, Power Five conferences didn't do the same thing. And I thought there's so many complex issues, not only with opening school. You know, we talk about the sports. I know sports is a, you know, it's like a cultural thing. Everybody kind of rallies around, and that's a great thing. It'll be amazing to have, you know, college football back in the fall. But these are students first, right? They're they're not athletes first, first or students first, and their health and well-being has to be taken under advisement. So, what's that like? Just being a, you know, the chairman of the board of governors, overseeing such. Um, such massive decisions and responsibility. I know probably when you signed up for the board of governors, an idea of an international pandemic wasn't on your radar, but what's that like going through as a, from a leader's perspective and having to grapple with all those kinds of issues right now? Again, you know, I would like to take credit for all that, but we have such a great team. You know, you think about, let's forget about sports. We have students, we have international students from all over the world at our campus. Yeah. Um, You know, some got stuck at home. Some were not able to leave for spring break. We've had to adapt, and and we have living on campus um, that that the university has to, you know, step up and take care of. So Mm -hmm. when you think about that, and then our student athletes, I mean, they're they're so, you know, well-disciplined and – the regimen to follow, and it's it's I'm sure challenging. I, I've talked to Coach Huggins uh, briefly a couple of times, um, and Coach Brown, and you know what? They're in this. The, the thing about this is, we're all in the same boat. We don't really know what tomorrow brings, but we got to believe that if we manage and do the right things, we'll get to tomorrow in a positive manner. Yeah, absolutely. And you, 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 you kind of alluded to it or mentioned, you know, the, you know, the fact is that the, the West Virginia University had to, in a very brief time, move this entire university online. And they stood this program up in just a matter of, it seemed like it's a couple of days. And I don't know if they had that contingency plan, but that was just, that had to be just an incredible project to get everybody moved online just in a couple of weeks. Well, you know, there was, um, there was a lot of planning and, and, and I could say that um, the community, the, the business community came in and Mm. and helped bring that together. Sure. Um, I know we had to add some additional bandwidth, um, like I'd mentioned earlier, but um, there was definitely some butterflies on those first few days. But overall, I'm being told we've had minimal complaints. I do hear, um, you know, a, a definite strong message. We can't wait to get back to Morgantown and be part of the campus. Sure. We this online sounds great, but at the end of the day, 
it's nothing like the experience that you get being socially together as students and growing together and meeting the different cultures. Sure. So you know, we still believe strongly that the university model is going to be important with yeah. those nice bricks and mortars and, and the things that we have with campus experience. Absolutely. You know, athletics wise, mm-hmm. uh, that's the day by day. I'll tell you, Shane Lyons is very well respected in, in the, the, the national sports community. Um, and I will tell you that they're, they're putting all of the different scenarios together, but it's at the end of the day, you, until we really know it's hard to plan. Yeah, exactly. It's only speculate, and we're all speculating with each uh, day that goes by. I, I heard earlier that uh, Pitts, or Pennsylvania may begin opening up um, maybe May May 8th or something. I'm not sure the exact date. Somebody yep. was mentioning it. I don't know. Yeah, that, there's, there's, uh, there's that. And obviously, the governor, just before we went on, was talking about it his uh, daily uh, – press briefing, uh, potentially opening up uh, health care, especially hospitals for um, non, uh, you know, opening up to elective surgeries. And they're going to be taking a look at that hopefully by the end of the of this month, which is it was very optimistic because I know the, the health care system around West Virginia, especially, um, you know, uh, WV Medicine and Mon Health and especially those kinds of places in, in Morgantown with not being able to have elective surgeries right now are, are, are definitely uh, taking a hit financially as well. So the sooner we can do that safely and effectively, uh, I think that would be a, an excellent thing. Now you mentioned, um, you know, going back to WVU, one of the things that, uh, that, that, that I can uh, – Almost ninety nine percent, with a, you know a certainty, I talk about is that the, the the free exchange of information is part of the you know the campus experience, right? When you're able to have a conversation in the classroom, or maybe after class, you're you and a, a couple of classmates are standing around talking, or those that kind of interaction has got to be really uh, missing at this point in time. And and WVU, I think especially, has been. Um, you know, it's it's a I, I'm a WV graduate. I know you are as well. Uh, it's a family, right? So it's a family environment. When it you're definitely there. is. And and I feel like uh, when you're gone from the university, you know, physically, you're missing part of your family. So I hope that um, you know, I hope that that uh, this this situation resolves itself. What do you think the chances are of of classes resuming uh, on campus in the fall at, at WVU? So, you know, I'm a positive thinker, so I just got to believe it's going to happen, but I yeah. don't have any data or right. authority to say that. I'm just, uh, you know, I, I think that, uh, I only hope that we can get our economy going back in the right direction because yep. it's very stressful to the small businesses. Absolutely. It's tough on our businesses. We're in the energy business as well, yeah. which is taking a double whammy with the price of oil. It's, uh, at an all-time low today, it was trading hmm. below ten dollars. So wow. a barrel. Yep. So, so it while is, that'll be good for the consumer, it's <laughs> going to be tough on the energy industry in West Virginia. Absolutely. Well, you know, that, that's a good segue into talking uh, about your business as an entrepreneur, a business owner. Uh, you're highly regarded in that in that uh, in that uh, world of entrepreneurship and, and small business. What are some of the things that you're seeing out there, David? That uh, that you think are um, you know, some of the top of the waves kind of issues that people are dealing with right now. What are, what are some of the things that you're, you're coming across in your day to day? So, you know, um, we've done a really good job at showing that we can produce natural gas in West Virginia. And, sure. um, 
so there's there's uh, an abundance of natural gas when you compare uh, with what they're doing in West Texas um, to to produce oil. Mm-hmm. They're flaring off or getting paid. They're 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 paying to take their natural gas away. Mm. You know, West Virginia is strategically positioned within sixty plus percent of the, the U.S. population. So our resources have been so vital throughout history and proved to be vital in, 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 even in this time. But unfortunately, we're in, a, um, you know, we're in a rebalancing phase, and it's very difficult. Um, but fortunately, you know, we're trying to you know, keep our people working, most importantly, and, and, and safely working. Yeah. Um, but do I know what's going to happen? Uh, it's it's going to be a little challenging here throughout 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if anyone understands, but we're down about 30-plus percent in oil consumption on a daily basis. So the world consumes a million plus barrels of oil a day. Um, and we're, we're down 30%. And there was a perfect storm where Saudi Arabia and Russia mm. decided to have a little trade war on, on, on the price of crude, which has really caused, you know, super, uh, imposed the problem that we're dealing with. So, can we manage through it? We have to. It's it's going to be challenging for a while. Yep. Um, I'm concerned that we're going to have to shut wells down in West Virginia, which when we shut those wells down, that means revenue to the state. Um, you know, the state's taking a pretty tough hit on this. Um, I, I, I applaud the leadership of the state of, of what they've done and how they've followed the national policies. But, but it's going to, we're in for a a tough time through the rest of the year, but you know we're going to all work together to try to minimize the effect. Absolutely, one of the things that I've been talking about on the show for the last month is that it's, it seems like we're in a storm. We're in this boat, and our job is to get the boat to the calm water. And I believe that once we get to the calm water, the sun will be shining and. We'll be able to see lots of opportunities that have come out of the storm. You know, <laughs> that. Often- that's a great analogy. Uh, President Gee used the analogy of we're flying a plane while we're bolting the wings on. So, <laughs> exactly. Um, I know which. I know the feeling. So yeah, exactly. So so you know, I, I think that you know, in a time like this, um, you know, we're, it, it, there's there's a couple of choices you can make. One is you could just kind of bare your head and to say, hey, when it comes out, just wake me up. Or, or you know, I've, I'm seeing a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of businesses out there innovating. And I do, um, a, a friend of mine uh, used the term uh, unleashing innovation. And I love that that term. And it, it, it speaks to the fact that, you know, and I think this is very true of West Virginians. We we are innovators. You know, we can take a, a, a scrap of metal in the barn and make something out of it that actually functions to help plow a field, right? I mean, <laughs> this is the way, way it is. I've seen it so many times. Uh, in, in no my, question. You know, so innovation, you know, talk a little bit about innovation some of the things that you think might be opportunities for West Virginia, David, as uh, as we're coming, you know, you know like so, kind of using the, the opening the country and opening the state back up. So when I think about innovation um, and I think about how we became energy independent in, in the U.S. and mm. now through this pandemic, we're finding out, wow, we weren't, um, you know, from a, from the the pharmaceutical side, we're not so pharmaceutically independent. We're so blessed to have a company like Milan based in Morgantown. Yes. And yeah. hopefully, you know, through through this 
pandemic, we're going to learn how more how important it is to to bring these jobs back to America. Yes. Um, you know, from from West Virginia's point of view, I mean, I see so many opportunities on the horizon as the energy business comes back um, because we have the cracker plants going up up in PA and Ohio. They're right on our borders. We're going to see a lot of opportunities come from that. Um, you know, you see we've got a new uh, light plant, lighting plant that's being built in Morgantown, which is just you know great a great opportunity with the FBI in our region. And I mean, I, I just think that we've got a great foundation. Um, while this has been a reality check in life for us all. I believe that we have the tools to go to the next level coming out of this pandemic. Yeah, exactly. And you're in Harrison County. Uh, you know, one of the things that I'm, I've been very impressed with is the, the aerospace industry in Harrison County with the NCWV airport and, you know, fly CKB and the, all of the build out of that land down there is going to be, I think is going to be a huge potential for potentially light manufacturing, making, making stuff in, in America, making stuff in West Virginia. What are some, um, what are some of the things that, uh, that you're, you're hearing with regard to manufacturing and, and things of that nature? Are you, is, so, is there some good uh, optimism? You know, on we, the have one, we have one of the highest rated uh, regional jet service centers in North America. Exactly. I mean, yep. What they do at Bombardier, uh, Stephen McCoy and his whole team are just second to none. The guys at Pratt Whitney, I mean, what they do for the for the uh, with with the turbine the jet turbine engines over there and rebuilding them it's and, and these are just great jobs for our community we have Boeing on our on on the pad we have others too numerous to mention but it's such a great group of people that have a, a, a global vision and so we're we're doing things in West Virginia that touch people globally from that little old Benetton airport as I knew it as a kid that's yep. now the you know, it's a great regional facility and, and how they've, we've got air travel to Florida. We've got it to the Carolinas. Um, we've got daily flights to Washington, D.C. and Chicago. Chicago yeah, exactly. I mean, it's this it, it, the potential for us to grow in this area because we have a great workforce. Yeah. And I think, and, I think I'm, I'm very optimistic, honestly. I, and I feel, um, I had, uh, Senator Shelley um, Moore Capito on the podcast on Friday, and she spoke to this and feels feels very similar that you know this is going to be a real opportunity if we take advantage of it uh, as West Virginians with our with our uh, you know our. <laughs> Uh, social distancing that we've been doing for many, many, many years, right? It's kind of comes naturally to us because we have wide open spaces and opportunity to have just a, an amazing, you know, uh, way of life, a culture here in West Virginia that's that's different. Uh, we, you know, we're not stacked one on top of each other, you know, for miles. Uh, I think we're going to have some opportunity. And like you said, the, the workforce and the, and the natural resources and access to the population, it's going to be huge. And we, it would be amazing to see West Virginia come out of this you know as a leader honestly i think i because I, I i believe that's what we're built for you know and uh instead of being at the bottom of the good list we could be at the top of the good list wouldn't that be i something? can 
can't agree with you more and, and trust that we have the right people in the right seats on the bus to make it happen. That's awesome. That's awesome. Our guest, once again, everybody, is David Alvarez. David is president at Energy Transportation, LLC, located in Bridgeport, West Virginia, and he's the chairman of the board, at, uh, chairman of the board of governors at West Virginia University. David, I, I want to ask you, you know, we talked a little bit about uh, leading um, the board of governors as the chairman for West Virginia University. What's What are some of the uh, leadership lessons? that you've learned about your you know about yourself uh, in these difficult times that we're in because you know, obviously it's unprecedented nobody's ever gone through something like this what's what are some leadership lessons that you're taking away from this um, you know the, the leadership lessons are to listen because um, you you have to listen everybody reacts differently mm. um, and the, the other piece that's important is to lead and and there again I'm so blessed to, to work with such a great board of governors. I, I mean, we have such, uh, we have everything from an aerospace engineer to, you know, executives of large multinational businesses that I've been on the board with. Um, yeah. You know, I sat on the board with the chairman of HP um, in my times there. And all these people are real people that are passionate about West Virginia and its future. Yes. So as we continue, you know, what do we learn from it? It's, it's to, it's, it's collaboration and idea exchange to make us better. And do we always make the right decisions? You know what? I don't know that we make really bad ones, but sometimes we continue to tweak those decisions. Not sometimes we always continue to tweak those decisions to make them better mm. for the future. Yeah. Because, our future is the students of West Virginia University and Marshall and all the other institutions throughout hmm. West Virginia, be it Glenville, Fairmont, Shepherd. I, I there are too many to mention. Sure. Yeah, I, th- I think that's that's really that's really interesting, and I, and I do think that uh, listening is a is a very <laughs> undervalued trait sometimes, you know. And then you talk about making decisions and. You know, especially uh, some of the things that I'm hearing is common thread um, in our conversation, as well as uh, some of the folks that I've been talking with over the last several weeks is that, you know, we're all making decisions, all small business owners. And it seems like we're making a lot of decisions in the day. And some of the times we're not even sure that we're making the right decision, but it's okay to make a mistake and it's okay to acknowledge it and tweak it. And like you said, and, and pivot and, and say, okay, that based on our information yesterday, this was a good decision today. It's a little different. We're going this way, you know? And I feel like that's, uh, I feel like there's a lot of us that are in, that are in that boat, uh, you know, right now. It's the best way to predict the future is create it. That's right. That's, that's good stuff. David, I want to ask you, um, you know, if you were able to, because um, we have a lot of small businesses that uh, listen to the show, if you were able to give one piece of advice to a small business owner who might be struggling right now, maybe their their business is closed and they've had to lay some people off, what's one piece of advice you would give them? You know, use the tools that are out there for your business um, and conserve on your cash. It, it's so important. Um, fortunately, um, the, the, the governor, uh, or this president, um, you know, our, our representatives, Senator Manchin, Senator Capito, all our, our, our house representatives were quick to get the unemployment, um, bill out. Um, there's some small business programs out there that have been very helpful to mm-hmm. many. I know that those have run short, but I believe they're getting some, uh, uh, a new uh, re-energized this week, we hope. Um, but you know, be positive. Um, p- 
people are ready. Like I said earlier in, when we were talking, the mm-hmm. students want to be back at West Virginia. The students want to be back or the, the customers want to be back in your business. Yeah. They, we, we, this social distancing is, is a great reality check, but the reality is we like being Americans with freedoms. Yeah. And I think it's going to be, a, it'll be a slow start. So be prepared to make tough decisions for your business and take your time in ramping up because it's not going to be like a light bulb switching back on. Mm-hmm. This will take time. I, I liken the, the example of back in, you know, the, the, the tragic, uh, September 11th, 2001, yeah. people were reluctant to go into the air to airplanes for quite a long time. But you know what? We were fortunate as a society and as the leadership to put practices in place to make airplane fly, flying safe again with regard to terrorism. Yeah. Um, we're going to put the practices in place, I'm sure, to, you know, and, and we, you know, when you think about the pandemic, it, it's going to be a little time that we're going to go through to get balanced out. But I feel like we can, you know, we'll get there. We just have to be patient yeah. and yeah, I think that's I think that's that's excellent, and I I would say there would probably be one exception to that, and that is the hair salons and barber shops. <laughs> there's gonna, there's going to be a mad rush, and <laughs> oh, isn't isn't that the truth? I definitely need a haircut myself, maybe a little color. <laughs> Uh, that's been that's been great. Uh, our guest once again, everybody, David Alvarez, President of Energy Transportation LLC, Bridgeport, West Virginia, and the Chairman of the Board of Governors at West Virginia University. David, as we wrap up our time here today, what's the best way for pe- for people to learn more about you and your company, and maybe even get in touch with you if they were apt to do so? Uh, you know, um, we have our a website, Energy Transportation, um, but you know, uh, I'm also an advocate, uh, a partner in the Wonder Bar restaurant. Oh, we, we're awesome. we're uh, fortunate to uh, be, you know, doing a lot of takeout. We appreciate the support everyone's given us there. Um, but, you know, I'm pretty easy to get a hold of. Uh, just go on our website um, and anything that uh, we can do to help our community. We're, we're looking at different ideas and continue to, uh, like I say, uh, prepare to come out of this very challenging situation. Absolutely. And we'll make sure we have links to all that. I'll have a, a link up uh, even on your Board of Governors page uh, so people can check you out and learn more about David Alvarez. David, I uh, I really appreciate you spending half an hour or so of your time today with us. Uh, I think you've shared a lot of great information with our audience. And I just want to know uh, for your company and for you know leading the Board of Governors at West Virginia University, I uh, appreciate everything you're doing. Just keep up the great work. Thank you, Jim. We appreciate what you do for the community. Thank you. Folks, that's it for today's Positively West Virginia Daily COVID-19 Business Briefing. My hope is that we brought you some very valuable insight that you can use in your business as we all work to navigate these uncharted waters. I want to take a moment to thank our sponsors for Positively West Virginia. They are the Insurance Centers, the State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. We'll be coming to you live every weekday as this pandemic continues with these special edition briefings. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team. I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay positive, West Virginia.